Welcome back to the Mid Range J. Welcome. Um, we're here with the with the hoop hypothetical. We've got a nice one today. Um, oh, nice, nice one. We're gonna for for, for what? For um, the current NBA. Yeah, yeah. Because I think we don't, we haven't done a lot of yeah, the current we don't NBA. Do too much of the current NBA. We kind of make throwback old school yeah. or like something that's already written. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's actually a good point. We don't usually do that, and we have done it today. We've gone with um. We've gone with the hoop hypothetical is if the Hawks had drafted Luca and if if um, yeah. the Mavericks had drafted Trey Young. So we're putting a lot on the line. This yeah. could age like milk. It could age like milk. Um or it could age like wine. I think the most important thing that we need to say and the most thing we need to get off our chest initially is who went first in that draft? DOJA. <sighs> Phoenix Suns, you messed up. Because even you could, messed up. Okay, he say okay, say theoretically like they say that he doesn't fit with um Devin Booker. Just pick draft them and move them on. <laughs> do you get me? How do you get a lot of pieces for for Trey Young? But um okay, so we'll start with we'll start with um we'll start with Lucas Lucas fit with I guess with the Hawks. We're gonna look at the, the Hawks now. So who do they have? They have got um John Collins, Clint Capella, um, Gallinari, Kevin Herter, um, who else? Cam Reddish. Yeah. Um, who's the other one? The other. Um, you say DeAndre Hunter. DeAndre Hunter, that's the one. Um, they've actually got quite a nice, stylish and young squad. Yeah, they kind of seamlessly fit together. I I don't think they intended on drafting them that way. That way, but, but they yeah. kind of fit nicely because they've yeah. got wing defenders in Hunter and. Cam Reddish, they've got that sniper. Two stretch, two stretch bigs in Gallinari and Collins. Yeah. And then they've got one of the best shot blockers, defensive bigs mm. in the league in Clint Capella. And um, and if Cam Reddish develops the way that he should, he should they've got yeah. now a secondary ball handler and scorer yeah. that they can kind of go to. Um, how would, I mean, I say how would, I think Luca would look really nice on this team. I really do. I think, I think this is what the Dallas Mavericks are trying to give to Luca. Um, yeah. Um, wing defenders. Um, a big, a big, a big that can protect the paint, and then a couple of stretch um play um um yeah for sure. I think Luca could take would take this team to a different height. Same, yeah. But then uh, Trey would. Yeah. But I think Trey is still um, he's still elevating this team massively. Yeah. Because this team is just a step behind Trey, but when this team catches Trey, this is gonna be a serious, serious. I mean, they're what they're fourth right now. Yeah, in, in the east. so they are starting to catch because to catch up here. Yeah. DeAndre Hunter is, uh, he's um. As is Cam Reddish, where's slipped out of my Maturing. mouth? Um, not that, he's holding his part of the bargain. Okay. He's averaging what sixteen, seventeen a game. Yeah. Elite defensive, like, uh, stretching the floor. He's shooting the three ball at high clip. So DeAndre Hunter started to to break out. Cam Reddish, he's been injured. He's been. Dealing with he's the one that they, injury. he's the one who's like starting they, to look at. I think he's the one. Yeah, they, they, I mean they could potentially move on, but I think he's the one that if they get fit, is a big piece. Cause, yeah, because everyone around the league, which is funny because obviously, um, the perception that we have as fans is always different to the, in the league because they've got know how. But everyone in the league looks at Cambridge and think that ah, he's surefire going to be a very good player. Yeah, and that's just universally spoken about. And obviously, we haven't really seen a lot of that. But I'm thinking. I think we've seen it in we've seen it in flashes. In flashes and his time at, was it a Duke a Duke before with um with Zion. Um yeah. Yeah, he was in the part of that part of that Zion team, uh, with um, R. 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 Barrett. Barrett. Yeah. yeah. 
So um, we saw that we saw it then as well. So they always speak about him, but like you said, he's picking up a lot of niggling injuries. His rotation isn't. He's not. He's falling in and out of the rotation because of his injuries. Sometimes falling out and out of the rotation because it takes like a meathead. Sometimes, if I'm being honest, I'm, yeah, I look at him like I'm like that's not a very educated play. But um, who else have they got on that team? Kevin Herter. Kevin Herter's coming across nice. He's a very good shooter. He's a very good shooter. Very good off ball player and. Not too bad defensively. Isn't bad. No, no he he's, he he moves his game a lot around um, Dwayne Wade. I don't think he's got he's as explosive as Dwayne Wade or as defensively astute as um, Wade. But he's a better shooter. He's 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 a high IQ player and one that I think will look much better for when he gets his man strength. Yeah, because he still has that boy body. Boy body and I don't want to do this racial thing or thing, but he's a white guy. <laughs> he ain't, he ain't got, like Zion even got his man strength and he's jumping out of the park and punching up everyone already yeah, you know you're, right, you're right you're right so when Kevin Hurt gets his man strength Kevin Hurt's going to be a serious player um, who else have they got they've still got their front court they've got um, Clint Capella who I mean you know what I hate about this whole Rudy Gobert thing and I'm like I've slammed this man now I mean this is going to be now two weeks in a row because this is how I hear it if yeah. Rudy Gobert gets this love, why is Clint Capella not getting the love that Rudy Gobert gets? Because he's yeah. he's offensively he's a he's a much bigger lob threat, and then defensively he's I mean hey we can all block shots when we're he's seven. A scorer as well. Exactly, exactly. Cleans um, up better too. Exactly. I mean, um, he'd he'd look really good, don't you think, with um Luka Doncic running up the oh, roll? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. It would be. I mean, him and Luka in the pick and roll would just be. Harden and, and, and Capella exactly. it'd just be that and, and that was and pretty unstoppable again, and it was pretty unstoppable but it'd just be that again but now you've got a guy who's just going to keep doing that for like another 10 years okay okay yeah fair enough um, what other pieces do they have Galinari Galinari's getting on now a bit yeah you, you can't move <laughs> uh, <laughs> you got, got Bogdanovich as well oh Bogdanovich they gave him a lot of money didn't they in the summer they did um, he was were you with bit, that I was and he was looking a bit shaky at the at the start, and I kind of held my tongue. I was like, "Let me not be reactionary. Let me give it some time." And he's starting to come good, so, and they're the fourth seed, so we'll have to see mm. how far they really go. But he look good. Who was he with before him? Um, the Pacers. Um, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they gave him a lot of money. They did. But that, to be fair, I didn't. I thought when I saw the money they gave him, I thought they gave him a lot of money, but then three or four teams were willing to give him that money. And that makes you think. No, he's a great player. He's a good player. He's yeah, a player. he's a he's a really really good player. He's and an under the radar player. Yeah, he really really is. He's um, because he has a lot of tools in the bag that people don't really expect him to have. Same with Gallinari. The skill set is there, and the the kind of flexibility to just put him at the the two or the three, or even you go push it to the four, which might not be something that you want to do, but maybe to stretch opponents in like kind of clutch lineups or. Okay. In a backup unit or something, but it's the same way with Gallinari as well. You can kind of go two to four with him and kind of upset the opponent because they don't really know how to defend that. Yeah, I think. Um, and even yeah. with but even with Bogdanovic, he looks kind of high IQ and experienced in the pick and roll. Yeah, that's a European thing, isn't it? And it is a European thing, yeah. so it, it looks like he can kind of at certain points just make the read himself. And not only that, just run the entire second unit. Yeah. Or yeah. even run the... I wouldn't be... I wouldn't feel the type of way about him running the second unit. I wouldn't either. Um, yeah, no, that's a really good point. That's a really good point. That is a really good point. Um, same with Gallinari, but Gallinari's getting on a bit now. 
He's defensively he's a non-factor. Mm. Um, doesn't board, doesn't defend as I said. He's not an inside scorer, but he's still a sniper. Yeah, still a shooter. And I think that I think this is the difference. I think with having a Trey Young to having a, a Luka Doncic. I think if you plug in um Luka Doncic to Trey Young, I think the scoring across this team rises. Would you agree? Yeah. Because, I agree. because if you look at their team, they've got a lot of scorers that are not. Um, you don't think they've been utilized? Utilized well. I just realized that we missed probably the best second player on that team, which is John Collins. <laughs> and I thought you mentioned them. No, but we went Gallinari, Capello, Hunter, Reddish. You said him at the start. At the start, do yeah. we talk about him? I will. Well, I'm gonna listen back to this. And if I didn't talk about John Collins, I should talk about John Collins now. He's he's a bona fide. He could be an all star. Yeah, he could be an all star. And. There's another, there's another problem I have with the Hawks. I just don't think Trey... I mean, he, he had this problem, didn't he? And I, I, I say I was saying this before they had the whole bust-up in December. I don't think Trey Young utilises John Collins well enough. Yeah, I don't think so either. And I think Luca would. I don't think it's ironic that we left him out because his future at the, it's quite the ball very club questionable. is very questionable. Yeah, and it looks like they are trying to move him on. Well, they don't want to give him the money, but I think they only don't he want... He deserves the money, he but deserves they don't the want money. to give him the money. But why does that, do you think that then, then it comes down to a Trey Young situation? Not only that, I think it's a team vision thing. I, d- I don't think they see him in their future. You think? How? I, 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 because I, what am I missing? What am I missing? I don't, I'm, I'm, I don't know what I'm missing. Great, either, very good defender, shooter, offensively, everything can do. Him at four with a five with a capella makes so much sense. But I, don't think, I just don't think they see him uh, in their future simply because I've seen teams throw extensions and kind of... I think... They probably do want to re-sign him, but I don't think he wants to stay. Yeah, I think their vision for each other that. is different. Yeah, their vision for each other isn't in alignment. So he thinks he could. I think he be. He thinks he could be a bona fide. Um, he can be a bona fide. Who wants plays for him? Bona fide two. Where points two, it could be the one. I think, but I think he wants to be the one. I think I don't think he wants to be the one. I don't think I'm. Not, do I think he's good enough to be the one? I'm not sure. Time will tell. He's quite young. No, because the way you, there's he no way he's two. He is the two. There's no way. Who is he? Who is he? The three behind. Trey Young, Trey Young takes uh, so much possession he that he's, he's basically so the one of the two. That and that's true. And that's, that's John Collins' beef. He's like, I'm the two. Then reality's be the two. That is true. So that's, I think his beef is with Trey Young. There's not. Um, that's what he said to um. Who is their um their head coach Lloyd Pierce? I think that's what it my was. Head. It was. It was Lloyd Pierce. Isn't Lloyd Pierce now? Something we should have researched before, but I rushed you. Um, but that was his beef with whoever their head coach is now. It's that. There was not enough plays run for him. Yeah. That's, that's a fair statement to make. Yo, you're taking every other shot. You might want to run a play or two for me. Yeah, exactly. Is, is I think, what John Collins was getting I think, like you said, they both want to keep them. But um, they both, I mean, the Hawks want to keep John Collins. But I don't think their vision for John Collins is similar to what John Collins has for himself. Yeah, it's Nate McMillan. Nate I McMillan. They fired Lloyd Pierce. Yeah, Louis, I like Lloyd Pierce, but Nate McMillan's a much better coach. Lloyd Pierce, that... Nah, Not a fan? Nah, because... He just... He didn't coach that offence too well. Mm. It didn't look too great. And as soon as um, uh, McMillan came in, it just... They blew. Because as soon as they fired Nate him, McMillan, they went on... Who's with they, Nate McMillan? The Pacers. The Pacers, I think. Yeah. He's a good coach. I like Lloyd Pierce because I watched an interview with Lloyd Pierce last year and he was very well spoken and articulated. 
And as soon as, soon as I watch a black man get his point across very well, I'm like, hey, I'm with you, you know, I'm with you. But um, <laughs> it's the same with that. It's the same with that, um, the one at the Houston Rockets now, Stephen Silas. I'm like, you talk super well. I mean, you're showing me nothing, but you talk super well. And I like what you're, what you're saying and getting across. Um, fair enough. I think this one's going to be a fun one. Um, I think Trey Young with, with the Dallas Mavericks would be AIDS. I can't lie to you. I don't think that's any, everything that suits him. I do like the, the coach, Rick Carlisle. Yeah. We haven't got that one wrong. Um, so who, who are the pieces in around them? In and around um, Luka Doncic right now. So we've got um, the biggest one obviously being Chris Tapps, Paul Zingas, who they're looking to move on. You just asked me before we started this if Paul Zingas suits Luka. I think he does. I just don't think he's hit the ground running. But I think he, would, he wouldn't suit Trey Young. I mean, if John Collins is getting annoyed about Trey Young. Yeah, I think the, Ma- the Mavericks team, the way it's constructed, has a lot of holes, especially defensively. And I think they're trying to be a little bit what the Hawks are trying to be. A lot of good defensive wings can shoot three and D wings, can shoot a big to plug in. Because I think the one thing we can agree yeah. about Luca and Trey Young is they both can't defend. Mm. So I think they're trying. The Hawks have done a much better job in building around um, uh, Trey Trey yeah, Young sure. defensive deficiencies than, than the Dallas yeah, Mavericks definitely, have. Definitely, definitely. So, so they've got um, Tim Holloway Jr., who is um, streaky as hell. Um, they've got a lot of. Um, See, this this is the thing about um Das Mavericks. They've got a lot of pieces that move in and out. So I'm thinking, um, they got rid of um Willie Cauley Stein. They had him for a bit. They've got Maxi Kleber, who's actually a better big than people give credit for because he can yeah. stretch a four. Okay, can shoot the three. Um, I'm thinking their backcourt. Who they got to run that backcourt with him? They got the piece from um Philly. Was it Josh Richardson? Yeah. Yeah, and they swapped him over for Seth Curry. For Seth Curry, yeah. And because that was the most defenseless backcourt in the league last year. Yeah. But um, Josh Richardson's a good player. I like him. He's a good, very good defender. Could very shoot good the three. Defender. And I think they need two or three more Josh Richardsons. They, I mean, they got Tim Hardaway as well. Yeah, I like him. He's he's. As I said, he's just he's quite a streaky player, but. Um, I'm not sure if I'm. You're convinced. Yeah. Do you know? Do Do you know what I will say about Tim Hardaway? And I always say this, and I've had this conversation with Kamal, I've had this conversation with Leo, yeah, and watch it and tell me what you think. I think he might have the prettiest jumper in the league. Yeah. Have you seen his jumper? It's yeah. mad slick. It's smooth. just, yeah, it's smooth as hell. And like, every time I watch it, I'm like, you, your jumper's slick as hell. Even when I played with him on 2K, that's how I knew it was slick. Because I played with him on 2K, and I was like, that's a nice jumper. But, um, Rick Carlisle, I think okay, we, didn't talk, we didn't talk too much about Nate Millen, but what do you think about Rick Carlisle? Are you a fan? He's been there for quite a while now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see, what are your thoughts on them? Because um, you look at the pieces that they've got, at least last year when they had Seth Curry, pausing. I'm think? a fan. He's He does build a lot of intricate offences. Okay. And they are very advanced and high level. And he, he is very innovative. But I think his defences aren't too great. And... um. I think that's what's holding them back. They need better defensive pieces and not just better defensive pieces, but better schemes. So right now, if if you were, question to you, if you were the Dallas Mavericks, do you try to move on Porzingis as he is and try and get... I think they, they want something from Porzingis that I don't think they're going to get simply because of how he is as a player now. I think they have to accept that he's just not the same player anymore. I think defensively, He's not, he doesn't have that strength, but he never really did. 
and the difference is he he compensated it with that kind of youthful athleticism where he could he had the agility he had the mobility to move and he could block shots and even now it doesn't look the same it doesn't whenever he steps on the floor they're actually a worse defense when he's on the floor than when he's off the floor mm. so and i don't think those that t- that type of context isn't something that's like it's like a s- small sample size that's like maybe it's just there's context behind it it's the eye test supports it as well he's not too great defensively mm. and um i think it might be time for him to move simply because it's going to get to a point where lucas deal was going to start coming up and he might start asking some questions well where's this franchise going especially if it's it is very early but once his rookie deal doesn't come up it's going to be a thing where it's like okay why should i commit my my next big four or five years to you guys well, his, his first max yeah why should i commit my first big contract to you guys mm. if you're not because he's not going to be sure of suitors yeah definitely Anyone who's the whole market is going to be chasing. Yeah, anyone who's got a max is going to throw at him. It's going to throw at him. Teams right now are probably trying to end, align their max. Same way I think Toronto, Miami, couple other uh, Warriors, couple other teams tried to do with Giannis mm. before he signed the extension. Yeah. There's going to be teams that are going to try to align their maxes with with um, Luca. Mm. Teams who probably have the market culture, who have a situation. A winning situation that they're probably going to make a few sacrifices just to clear up space yeah. but it's it's there and I think the onus right now is on not just pausing us to improve but on Rick Carlisle and uh, Mark Cuban to create a situation uh, 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 an environment for Luka to win yeah um, yeah, fair, yeah yeah fair enough I do think Mark Cuban will move and we'll do whatever Luca wants at once. Because I think but after that... He's a European player. He's not going to say it outright. Especially... But I think between them, they have the conversations. I doubt it. You don't think? They might, they might but I don't know. I think... I think that... I think he had that conversation with the Bucks. And when he was satisfied, he signed. But again, I think... I thought... I always thought he had to stay with the Bucks. I didn't think he was ever moving yeah. off. So, whereas Luca, I see him as more of a, of a fly risk. Because the... The Mavericks are a less stable franchise than the Bucks are. They're just they're they're less reliable. If that makes sense, like I mean, we're gonna have to see. It's gonna be an interesting one that plays out. I think Trey Young in that system is still Trey Young, and probably has as much fun as he has with the Hawks, taking a hundred million shots and everything, and scoring from forty feet. But I think he struggles more in that system. There's he. I think Trey Young in that in that Dallas team currently is more of Trey Young first season than Trey Young now. Because he's got less good defenders around him, yeah. Less um, less um, vets around Wiley vets around him. I think the less options to play f- with. The floor is more spaced. It's more open lanes. Which um, means yeah, yeah, yeah. They could especially they pausing at the five. Which means it's going to be more drives, more free throws, more points. Mm. So, it and he's going to probably finish better inside just because there's less bigs, pure bigs just. Locking up Crying the lane. Up space, yeah. yeah, so I think the thing with Trey is his numbers would look prettier if he played for, for the Mavericks. But I think as an offense, they wouldn't be better than the Hawks right now. Right now, and yeah. They'd be worse than the Mavericks right now. Yeah. I think 
the the Mavericks. I think they're both in an ideal situation because the Hawks, because Trey Young's got a team now that suits him. And, and I don't think they're both in the ideal situation. I think Trey's in the ideal situation. I think in terms of if Luca was in Trey's situation, the Hawks would be, be even better. I, I I'm I'm saying is is in as in Luca is in a situation where he's so good he makes that Dallas team yeah. look like a team that you wouldn't. Oh, that's that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a decent team. I mean, Whereas, what, they're 6-7 seed, so it's not like... I mean, without... Well, I think, well, I think in the West, they're so clearly... A, um, that's, quite, that's quite big. In the West, a 6-7 seed with Luka Doncic. Yeah. So I think... I mean, without Luka Doncic, I think they're bottom two, bottom three without Luka Doncic. That's a lottery team, yeah. That's a lottery team. Whereas I think this Hawks team, ninth, playing, in and around playing, when you look at it, when you've got John Collins, Clint Capella. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? If you plug in someone for Trey Young. So there's better pieces there. But... um. Yeah, we're gonna have to revisit this. This has been, this has been the mid range J album will lead. I've been fed. I'm still am fed. I don't know why we say I've been. I know. Like, I, like, yeah, I'm. I'm will lead. I, I I will always be will lead. <laughs> Even if I die, I'm gonna be will lead. I promise you. <laughs> you sure? <laughs> yes, sir. No child here. Bye. <laughs>